Welcome to Junebug Journeys. Hi, you guys. <laughs> Hello, darling. Yay. Here we are inside the Junebug after a long trip across the country. Yes. We've made it to Arizona. We towed the Junebug from c- the cold climbs of Indianapolis to sunny Arizona. It was in kind the of chilly all the way across until it we was. got to Arizona. This is one of those trips where you have to pack. Every kind of clothes. Exactly. We had shorts <laughs> and we had parkas. Yeah, and gloves. Yes. We had to wear our gloves a couple times. How many days did we take to get out here, Bob? Oh, uh, we kind of drove, for us, you know, we like to take our time driving. We listen to a, a, a book on tape. Mm-hmm, we did. And enjoy a, a good story as we're driving across the country. Took us four days to get here. It's really, if you just put in the two addresses, I think it comes out to 21 hours or 26 hours or something. Something like that. And I don't like to drive more than five, six hours a day because, you know, you you get a a little crampy at my age. Yeah, and we don't like pulling into a campground in the dark. No, that is a pain in the butt when you uh, have to back into a space and you have no idea where you are. There is one campground we stopped in that we would have left (laughs) if we... Oh, you mean the... Uh, oh, the oh, guy yeah. with the face tattoo. Yeah, that was... <laughs> the full body tattoo. That was a little weird. Yeah, yeah, just dirty and stuff. But, you know, you pull in and we're just desperate to stop and there you go. Mm-hmm. We're, we stayed all night and knew that we had this glorious destination in front of us. So we we kept going and here we are. It's beautiful. Well, we made it uh, to enjoy some uh, baseball and to uh, visit with our great friend who has just retired. Mm-hmm. After 47 years behind the microphone. Is that how long? I think I think so. Man, that's older than me. Uh, yes, it is, honey. <laughs> wow, that is shocking, isn't it? Oh, I only wish. Our friend Marty Brenneman uh, is here. He's uh, now an ambassador for the Cincinnati Reds. Is that what they're so, calling him? Uh, I think it's a, a nice name. I'm not sure what they call him. I'm, yeah. uh, you know, I have some words for him. Um, <laughs> uh, but we all uh, know that. yeah, he's kind of an ambassador. He's going to yeah. go around and uh, do Reds events, and he just won't be behind the mic. He's such a good guy and such a funny guy. I can't wait for you to hear what he has to say. So we come out and hang with Marty and his wife Amanda and uh, our family. They're here, and we've done a few podcasts already. Uh, we did them outside of our home, which is right by Luke Air Force Base. We had some uh, incredible, I guess, shows of power from USA. the, uh, the <laughs> United States Air Force. It's incredible watching those things fly over. And but you'll hear planes? about that in other podcasts. Will they hear about the planes themselves and stuff? Uh, I don't think we actually covered F, their F-35s. Others. Man, they're incredible. But we didn't cover you know, and what, this, what you exactly their, their firepower is. They can't see them. No, you can't, but you can hear them in yes. uh, upcoming podcasts. Because you can't sit outside here and not hear them. No, you can't. It's incredible. The, uh, I think the the podcast with Marty, which you're about to hear, I don't think we had that many jets, or if any jets go over, but no. the, the podcast with oh, Whit Grayson and Jerry <laughs> Stoner were interrupted by a few um, shows of power. Yeah, cool, though. Yes. Super cool. Yes, indeed it was. Yeah. So uh, what we're going to do right now is... Send you off to the podcast we recorded a couple days ago with our great friend, Marty Brenneman. Yay. This man is, um, well, I guess he's 
a household name in the city of Cincinnati. Certainly around this table. Uh, well, you go by a different name around this table. <laughs> yes, I do. It's not very complimentary. <laughs> we have Marty Brenneman joining Woo! us on Junebug Journey. Thank you, thank you, Bob. And the legendary thank you, thank broadcaster. You. We have an, a live you, audience. Well, they're out playing. Uh, well, they're ignoring they're passing us. Ball. Uh, playing catch, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Or, so or pass ball. Termed Marty's wife calls it. 49 of the other states. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Marty's wife calls it passing the ball. Pass yeah, pass ball. Pass ball. Pass ball. Pass ball. Let's go Stupid. outside and pass ball. No, we play catch. That's what we Thank do. Thank you. That's, that's what I did in Virginia. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Well, Marty, uh, retirement is uh, suiting you well. It's it's suiting me very well, Bob. I'm trying to pattern my retirement years after you. Yes. Because you walked away when you were on top of your game and and uh, it never seemed to adversely affect you. And so far in the, uh, in the short period of time that I'm officially retired, I, uh, I have no problem at all with it. I, I'm thoroughly enjoying it and, and, uh, and look forward to even better times ahead. I am glad to hear that because it is a wonderful thing. It really is. I enjoy the hell out of it. I like not having to get up and punch a clock for I the most you. part. Yeah. And uh, you do what you want. Although, do you have time adjusting to that? I mean, the first uh, morning yeah. after you had finally retired, and it was a work day. Well, the first morning after I retired, were I was on vacation. So, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but but did you? Uh, but was it a work day? No, it wasn't. Because it be a no, metal. The whole thing, show went think. off on vacation. The whole show went on vacation. Yeah. Oh, I so, see what you mean. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, you. this is and how then, it would uh, be anyhow. When yes. they so. went back, I did not. Right. And, uh, right. And remember, though, easy. Bob had done. Remember that Bob had done a uh, cutback of his hours for the last couple of right, years. Right, right, right. And so the, the team on the air would go back right. to the show, and Bob would stay home anyhow. So he'd had a, a few months at a time. So of you like gradually long, eased yes. into I it. I eased into it, yeah. and it worked out just great. It was yeah. just great, because he was but really adapted. I have adapted. to admit, retirement is the busiest job I've ever had. Well, I mean, I given mean, the fact that you people travel the world. Well, I tell you, I mean, we, we do a lot. We, we hit the road a lot. You guys have been hitting the road a lot. Well, I've jokingly told people i got to go back to work to rest. Yes. <laughs> I just wonder how we ever found the time, at least for me. I was a singer, and I don't know how I ever found time to be working full time and then still have our fun life. And now I'd, I couldn't fit it in. It would be impossible. Yeah. Well, also joining us is uh, Mrs. Brenneman, Amanda. Hi, Bob. Hi, Hi Becky. How Hi, are you, Amanda. darling? Thanks for having us. Yay. Glad to the see you. The Bug Journeys podcast. Yes. That's good. Uh, all the traveling that you guys do, uh, I'm guessing you're chauffeured. Is that right, Marty? 100% of the miles. <laughs> There's not a human being oh, You alive. don't drive at all? <laughs> not Whether one it's eighth me of a or a pilot or a donkey, whatever we <laughs> have to be, yeah. he is not, he's not the driver. Even, even on a day in March of, or of February of last year, where we travel 800 miles by car in one day. She did it all. What? 800 miles? Why? There's nothing. Miles. Are you nuts? There's nothing to see in Texas. It's after unbelievable. You, after you oh, leave San Texas. Antonio and you're going across, going west. What? I love it. My next stop was supposed to be what? El Paso? El Paso. There's nothing in El Paso. We hit I got that my about, nails what, done. Four o'clock in the afternoon. And I kept going west to Bisbee. But you know what? I love that. I love that landscape. And I like to imagine the Comanches out there and the Cowboys. We listened to old time radio, and they yeah. used to call his name Cochise. Did you know this? That's no. right. Cochise. 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 Yep. Oh, how about I, that? I Look did it not up. Know. Uh, now I know Chandler why uh, television changed it because. <laughs> okay. 
That is kind of silly. Okay, I do love the landscape, but tell me about this uh, listening to old timey radio. It's I don't amazing. know what that means. Yeah, it's XM radio, X, Sirius XM, and they have a channel devoted completely to uh, the recordings of radio shows back in the 40s and early 50s. Oh, it is, really? Oh, it's spectacular. You mean kind of like the Bob Hope Radio Hour? Yes, kind of that's stuff exactly like that. what it is. Jack oh, okay. Benny Jack Show, Benny. Bob Hope. Um, but 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 shows that I used to listen to as a kid, uh, radio, yeah, Nick Harding, Counter Spy, The Inner Sanctum, Johnny um, Dollar, Johnny Dollar, yours truly, Johnny Dollar, and we listen to these programs, and it's it's fascinating, and it's amazing. Uh, leave it to people who who decided about coming up with ideas for channels to fill out this whole thing that's X Sirius XM Radio. People now order these sets of shows in their entirety huh. and they apparently do very very well on so we listen to those programs all the time and there are shows that i remember listening to as a kid gathering around the radio the in virginia shadow, back like in the, the, shadow 40s. the shadow shadow so now yep. when you're listening to them on the sirius xm channel what channel was it channel 148 148 on when you're listening are they episodic or do you get the whole no they're thing? episodic they're episodic oh. it's 30 minutes snippets and or when they do you can get the next 30 minutes you have to wait or no they can, i mean well yes you mean like for the next episode yeah. in that mm-hmm. series it follows yes oh you it have does to wait okay. yeah. oh this is not good for but me but it's not like tune in next monday night for the next episode oh, of johnny dollar no 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 but that they'll would do like a five-part series sometimes i mean they finish out the story i guess you don't have to wait. That's another what I'm waiting day. for the next chapter. Oh, okay, you get it all okay. uh, in you one get it listen. All one. It's okay. like typically clicks where you can stream your story. Then correct. I actually much. have that Start app called Radio finish. Classics where you can stream them if you're like, she in, does. A, in a in a spot with terrible reception like the Redswood, which had, we are often. Yes, yeah. you can download them on your phone and listen to it. Cool. So in all your travels, you've traveled the a lot of the country. Yeah, I've and, gone to uh, places I've uh, never been before because, as I've told people. Uh, up until the retirement, and uh, most of the places I've ever been have been baseball Ballparks. cities. I've been to most, yeah. of, if not all of the major cities in the country, that had, well, all of the cities had baseball, and places I've never gone, um, like we did last year, and traveling uh, the southern route to uh, to Goodyear and going through Mississippi, which I'd never been in in my life, mm-hmm. never been to the state of Mississippi. Natchez Trace, you all have done that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, which I, I thoroughly enjoyed. Great highway. So you drove the Natchez. Beautiful state. We drove yeah. part of the Natchez. We picked it up in Nashville. Perfect, right by Loveless Cafe. Right, yes. that's what we did. That's we correct. went and had biscuits and chicken. We had, had lunch Love there. It. Yep. yep, got on the highway there and didn't drive the whole thing to Natchez. But well, we you got, got to off see in. It. Um, uh, we got off in where Brantley lives. No, uh, we got off in Memphis. Memphis, well, We went to right. Memphis as well. Oh, because it's not in Memphis. No, it's not in Memphis. But we had to go to the rendezvous in Memphis, which he was not going to eat any ribs from. No. And I said, well, I'm not sharing. Why so not? good luck <laughs> with that. I just didn't, it didn't appear to me. And then I ate like I was going to the electric chair. <laughs> and then we hopped back on it somewhere okay. and went to Natchez to say Okay, gotcha. Yeah. All right, so yeah, uh, what uh, what destination do you guys want to go to in the U.S.? We are going to Glacier National Park. That right? was number nice. one on my in list Good choice. Of, of places. To... And you've never been there, Marty? No, I, it is amazing. I. I've been to Montana and I, I've been I've been up there. He got Montana just a snippet of it when we did the Grand Canyon, not the Grand Canyon, Yellowstone, Yellowstone last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year we'll get all of that Glacier National Park oh, and stay at those cool little hotels and cross over into Canada, Waterton, and you going up to Banff? I don't know. I haven't mapped out the the trip yet. But you're driving from home from Ohio. 
Yes, she's driving. But I mean, all the, the way. As a couple, you're not flying to <laughs> no, Montana and renting no, a car. But we may, uh-huh. we may have to fly Reed. home because of Marty Golf. Hmm. So oh, we got right. yeah. We have to time that properly because I want to get the Badlands. We have to do the uh, Lamar Valley of Yellowstone, which we didn't get to do last year. So there's a couple spots I need to get to, and then then I guess we could fly home. Do you guys have a criteria when you're when you say I've never been to Mississippi or Louisiana or Alabama? What's your criteria to count a state as having been visited? She has she has a uh, you you feel like you have to well your your old your old deal was you have to spend the night right. Wasn't That's it, our deal. That Spend the night or at least have two meals in that state. Okay. So if you're there. Layover in the airport. No. Does not count. No, it I'm doesn't with count. you. Nope. Airport nope. ground does not count. Right. Absolutely yeah, we not. have to uh, stay the night or it doesn't count at all. Yeah. So I think that's and absolutely And how many fair. states have we? We have to camp in ours. Yes, we can't just go to a hotel. We yeah, have right. to camp. Yeah, we've been in uh, 48 states. We have three more to go over the 48 the contiguous. To get the 48. We can't Wisconsin, camp Wisconsin, Minnesota, and North Dakota. No oh, kidding. Those yeah. are hard ones. North Dakota was my those. 50th. We're mm-hmm. going to get those this fall. But see, you're, you didn't start over fresh when you started traveling? With him? Yeah. No, because I did most of mine on motorcycles. Oh, so those count. That for sure counts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. that's bugs I'm guessing and wind. she won't get you on a motorcycle, Marty. There have been... Uh, People who have proposed the possibility <laughs> of a sidecar. Get your motor oh. running. Ain't happening. I'd like to see that. No. I really he won't would. even look at it. The first like time I started that. it I'd like to see Marty Brennan in a sidecar wearing goggles and a helmet. Just like Barney Fife, it's not going to happen. Uh-huh. Not, not happening. No, I'm not no. getting on one of them. That's for a pet nope. or maybe a girlfriend or something. You don't put a man in a sidecar. You won't ride behind me? I'm not riding on it. There you go. He no. won't even look at it. He won't even ride. I have a scooter. I get nervous when she turns season. it on. Yeah, he hates it. It's <laughs> loud. So it's obnoxious. It's chromed uh, out. I he it. is. I think he's scared of it, to be honest. I am. I think he's scared. Well, I certainly am. You're Bobby's not, you're not going to try and insult me into riding it. If you said I'm scared to death, go ahead. I'd be, it'd be all running down my leg, and I wouldn't get on that thing. Bob, why did you stop riding your motorcycle in L.A.? Uh, well, I, I saw the pavement for the first time. And uh, decided I did not want my face in it. Right. And I just and I sold my bike the next day. Well, no what do you mean kidding. you saw the pavement? Like, did you did you go down? No, I was just driving. Uh, it was always his just, only vehicle. Always looking ahead. Always looking ahead. Riding, riding, riding. Looking ahead. And then one day I looked down, and it. That was it. That was it. Wow. Did so you I, uh, did you split lanes when you were out there? Oh hell yeah. Yeah, I did too. Which, yeah, yeah. I don't what know that I driving? would do that today. Oh, I just had a, a like a Honda two fifty. It was a. You know, a, yeah. a, a bike to get me to work. Right, right. But I just, you know, you're going 50 miles an hour, and the next thing you know, I was like, you know what? That wouldn't feel good if I fell off this. <laughs> no, it would so not. So I sold Wow. It. Literally the next day. And you then had I, I've not been on a bike since. That's amazing. Yeah. Even as a, just goofing around, you and no. Tom didn't no. do that? No. You sat on a bike at the governor's downtown. Yeah, I sat on it. I didn't the, drive it. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. That was just pictures. I you know, when you're posing on a motorcycle, it's... You're posing on a motorcycle. It's safe. It's like, you know, any other. You're not going to get hurt. Object. Well, I guess he could get hurt. Yeah, there are ways, I'm guessing. Yes. So retirement is good. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, oh, a yeah. lot of stuff has happened in baseball since your retirement. Yeah, a lot. Uh, such oh, as. Somebody want to go a, clang on that garbage can? Uh, clang, such as clang, a, yeah, that's uh, right. Clang. Some sort of scandal. Curious, uh, your your thoughts on the uh, Astros well, and the I Red think, Sox. Well, I think what's happened... Uh, Next to the Black Sox scandal of 1919, which obviously the Reds were the National League team, or was the National League team uh, facing the White Sox, and the White Sox 
through, through the game, it. through yeah. the series through a uh, game. because of gamblers. I think this is the second worst thing that's ever happened in baseball. Uh, I think it's worse than uh, Pete Rose betting on the game. I think it's worse than uh, the steroid situation. Um, it's 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 a bunch of guys that because those are individual absolutely. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a team thing, and you know more than one person knew about. No, and we'll never know whether or not it affected the outcome of World Series uh, wins. I over choose to believe it did. The affect Dodgers it. and uh, yeah, it, I'm team asterisk. Yeah, I, I and but you know the commissioner who I think has made a mistake almost every time he opens his damn mouth. Um, I love that you're retired and can say whatever you well, want. Well, I would have said that anyway. Oh, it okay. made a difference. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that he's handled it completely wrong uh, from uh, not imposing any kind of penalty on players involved to not vacating the world championship seasons <sighs> yeah. um, uh, and then referring to the World Series trophy as just a scrap of metal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he, he, you couldn't deal with something any more wrong for an educated man, and Rob Manfred's a very educated man in the way he, he dealt with it. Um, it's really going to be interesting to watch how the season unfolds and how clubs react to, to Houston. And, again, the commissioner's gone on record as saying that uh, penalties will be imposed upon pitchers who throw at Astros players, uh, which is incredibly ironic because yes. what you're saying now is those guys are going to be penalized, and the Houston players who knowingly involved in cheating – uh, walk away scot free. Right. Yeah. They it don't get penalized. That's right. Not a single one. Doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So, um, and I've, I've heard people say, well, you know, this is just a tip of the iceberg because um, down the road, in all likelihood, there will be other teams implicated. I don't believe that because I think um, had had there been any any scintilla of of uh, proof. Uh, that other teams were involved, that would have surfaced by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been too long after the fact for them to come up with other teams that have done something similar to what uh, the Astros and, and the Boston Red Sox did. So um, having said that, once the season begins, we'll see. Uh, I'm, I'm told by some people that there are pitchers um, that will face them in the American League that really don't care one way or the other what kind of penalty they're right. supposed. They're going to they're gonna get their quote-unquote pound of flesh if yeah. the opportunity arises. And the fans are behind it, right? Yeah. I mean, the, fans the fans are like, yes. The only fans that are supportive of the Astros are, are the fans in Houston, mm-hmm. uh, which really bothers me, too, because, I I mean, cheating is cheating, and this is a cheating of the first order. Um, uh, and so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. And the other part of it is he still, as we do this podcast, uh, he, meaning Rob Manfred, has not yet come out publicly with what kind of penalties he's going to impose on the Boston Red Sox. Right. Uh, they've already fired their manager and Alex Cora, who was the architect of what went on in Houston when mm-hmm. he was a bench coach there. And then he moved on to the Red Sox as manager, and he was the architect of them doing Won the it. World Series his first year, Correct. right? Yeah. So we'll see. If, for my money, if I were baseball, I would ban Alex Cora from ever being an employee of a major league baseball team for the rest of his life because he did it not once but twice mm-hmm. yeah. um and and also the guys and are, resulting in championships exactly that's, that's yep. the whole thing you know you hear yep. the adage as a kid cheaters never win right uh yeah they yeah, do apparently yeah, they, they do. do if you're so Boston, kids and, hey yeah. pay attention little boys <laughs> playing baseball but the other ramification has been um two little league programs in the state of california have banned the astros from being a team mm-hmm. In their oh, league. no kidding. Yes, hmm. because what it does is promote people cheating. 
and they don't want their kids to to be on the ashtray. Absolutely, right. interesting. So, That's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. yeah. So Marty, how did you find out about the cheating scandal? I never Just had like any prior. We all did. Yeah, same way as anybody else did. I had no prior knowledge that it was coming. All of a sudden, we wake up to the fact that you know they they had the evidence against the Astros and. And in all likelihood against the Red Sox, and I found out about it just like anybody else. So you did. listen to the same video, uh, videos with the clang clang on the. Well, you can can. obviously hear it. Yeah, yeah. There's no well, question about that. You heard the same that. thing we did. Absolutely. Nobody called you at home and said, "Marty, do you want to comment?" It wasn't like you heard it first. Oh no! Behind uh-uh. the scenes. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Wow. Shocking. I know. For your uh, your retirement, you uh, got a few gifts, and I know one of them was a jukebox. Oh, it's the yeah. best gift I've ever gotten. And you have quite a collection. My lovely wife gave it to me. You have quite a collection of 45 singles. Unbelievable. What is your most prized single that you own? You know, I don't, I don't, I don't think I have one because, you know, I, I'm on two websites now. A company, uh, Leland Scott Records out of uh, Arlington, Virginia, or somewhere in Northern Virginia, and another company, and, and I order records from them. But I don't. I I can. I will buy a reissue rather than an original. Oh, okay. Because I'm not collecting. I'm I'm collecting to listen to them. Ah. So you don't um, want to look at them. You no, want to I listen to them. I don't. I don't care. But about, if it's like has... a baseball card. You know, if if I buy if I were to buy an original issue that was in mint condition, the record might cost me forty five dollars, as opposed to one that was reissued mm-hmm. and is in mint condition that cost me six bucks. Yeah. I'm not a collector. I'm a collector yeah. to put them in a to jukebox the and listen to them. But so his Amanda, Holy Grail record, which I don't think was made on a 45, and maybe some of your all's listeners can let us know, yeah. is a Bobby Darren song called The Curtain Falls. It's a great song. It's a wonderful it's song. like Marty's career life kind of thing. And I have looked and looked and looked. Find it. Cannot find it. So we have a record store in Cincinnati that's, Possibly going to talk with someone someone about pressing a record about which, finding uh, it, hmm. or I don't or, think it was ever recorded or just on a new one. I was going to say, have you asked our source, Whit Grayson? I know it. Yeah, it's not, it's not available. It Whit has been a, a, a trove of information. He really has. So tell me how this all started, Amanda, because you got it for him for his retirement. I did. From the idea come from Wit and his jukebox, or did you just? Um, no, it, it honestly came. Wit would Wit helped with the whole process. It came from. The fact he's impossible to buy for. I'm married and, to that guy, too. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to come up with something sort of kind of big for a guy's retirement from Major League Baseball of 46 years. And we had went to the Kentucky Speedway last year. Marty was a pace car driver. And they give away to all the winners a Crosley jukebox. Oh, oh really? Yeah. So it's a mi- smaller one. Right. Smaller but it's one, a, it's a yeah. jukebox. It's mm-hmm. a jukebox. And he was like, I've always wanted a jukebox. And so you... You put those things in the back of your mind, right? right. So as a time gets near, I'm like, I, I think I'm going to do a jukebox. So I called the folks at the track and said, can you give me your contact with Crosley? They did. I called them, and they're like, let me get you to this other guy, Scott Bingham, who is the president of Sound Leisure in the United States. Outside who is of St. Louis. A, who has the sole distributor rights to Crosley jukeboxes, which are all made in Leeds, England. And started the process. Thank God Scott was a baseball fan. And they worked with me from every detail, delivered on his golf tournament day, unboxed, records already loaded. I sent records in from Seattle. Witt sent records in from Indianapolis. I mean, it was a concerted effort to make this happen. And he walks in, and, of course, it's all lit up. There's a big red bow on it. 
And once he saw it, it, it literally brought tears to his eyes. So <laughs> I, I felt like I, I you did really okay. Did a good I felt one. like I did okay. Yeah. I, uh, from the time I was seven years old and saw my first jukebox at a drugstore in Portsmouth, Virginia, where I grew up, I said, this is something that I want to have one day. And not only now do I have it, but we have talked about getting another one. Are you kidding me? <laughs> a second jukebox? What? We, we have, have a corner, corner. opposite oh the corner God. where this one is. So does your have the row where you push the uh, letter and the number? Yes. To get the selection? No, just the number. Oh, okay. No, no, no. What no, are you I'm sorry. About? Yes. And what's cool about it is What are you talking about? You can even you can even bluetooth music from another source or you can uh uh, you can scramble it, hit the scramble button, and it will play. Yeah, shuffle. Shuffle button, and it'll play whatever it wants to play. Oh, okay. Or. But you it, can walk up and make a selection. You oh, can yeah. punch you 25 can... songs, and it will play those 25. Let's put a nickel in or a quarter. You well, can. You, there's I, I can a little make it thing pay. that you can yeah. flick. So a lot Which of would the, be fun if you well, have company. Well, no, yeah, well, party especially, over party. and I know some cheap bastards. So if I flip that button, they want to hear that jukebox. They got a pony up a quarter. That's right. That's Chances right. are the ones I know you will not listen to you music. You can't buy a song for a quarter these days. I know you can't. Trust well, me. How much is a jukebox in a bar now? I think it's a buck. I think no. so. It is. You got to put the. I think it's it close. Yeah. Does it yeah. have a, it's got now you have a slot machine. where you can actually put your credit card right. in there. Wait, a dollar for a song? I think so. I think so. Oh man, it's gotten up. It, yeah, it's it's gotten up there. It really has. Wow. Forty six years in the broadcast booth. Yeah. Who? Is the funniest player you ever met? Kent Merker. Kent Merker. He pitched for the Atlanta Braves. You didn't even have to think about that, no, Marty. No, the right funniest now. player who ever put on a uniform. No kidding. Prankster, jokester. And, yeah, and he would not. Well, it's just the stuff he said. Um, he's like your husband. He can say the funniest shit I've ever heard, and yeah. he didn't even just have to plan it. Top of his head. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and Kent was the same way. He. he he pitched for the Atlanta Braves. He's a very good pitcher. He was a left-hander, pitched a no-hitter with the Braves. He came to us late in his career when he really didn't have a whole lot left. But he lives in Columbus, Ohio, lives right on Muirfield, Jack Nicholson Golf nice Course. Nice golf course. He's almost a scratch golfer. Um, he's now a player agent. He represents players. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. He's a very bright guy. But without any question, uh, as funny a guy as I've ever been around inside the game or outside the game. He keep you in stitches just by talking normal. So, as the announcer, when did you? When would you hang with him to find out he's funny? Give us an example. Well, of I'd how get that I'd happens. get snippets of his humor uh, when I was on the go from one end of the clubhouse to the other. Because amazingly, a lot of players didn't want to hang with me. <laughs> Is that right? It's, I can't it's imagine. It's a shocking that. thing, and it's too a, honest for them. It's a cross I've had to bear for a long time. Mm-hmm. I can tell you really, but I've gotten over it. <laughs> yeah, and, I can tell. Uh, so I really got to know Ken a little bit better after he finished playing, and uh, that's when I realized what extraordinary humor he had. But there have been a lot of guys that uh, Tom Browning's a funny guy. He's very funny. He's man. a really funny guy. Uh, there have been a bunch of them. We, um, we, our, our. our um, uh, God rest his soul, our longtime Reds clubhouse guy who passed away a number of years ago, Bernie Stowe, uh, was one of the funniest people I've ever been around. But he would, he, his humor was the actions that he would assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll never forget uh, club back in the 70s had a, a left-handed kid out of Mexico who could not speak a word of English and was scared to death and was in an environment that he had never – uh, had never experienced before, and it's just like kids coming out of Cuba today. It's a transitory period 
where they're in a country that they've never been in before. Uh, they have to learn the food. They have to learn the way of life. And, and this kid comes up from Indianapolis, which was a rich AAA farm club back in the 70s. And so Bernie would sneak around the corner when this kid was taking a shower and peek at him. And, oh, and oh peek no. at him what? with a, a, a slight Rearing, touch of like, lust in his no, eye. No. <laughs> he scared the kid to death. Oh, no. And so we roll, in, roll into L.A. That's fantastic. Oh, we roll no. into L.A. to play the Dodgers in September. And uh, i never forget it. We stayed at the Hilton downtown. And uh, somebody distracted Luna long enough for them to get the key to Bernie and Bernie went upstairs and got in the closet. Oh, oh no. Buck naked. Oh no. no. Oh no. no. Oh my God. It was a fantastic. I, mean, Sick. I bet the it was kid, the, the talk of the whole season. I'll bet. Oh my. ran through the window 22 <laughs> stories high. It scared him so bad. And he wouldn't even have English words to explain, oh. right? So It was funny. Oh my That's God. fantastic. Oh. Well. Tom Seaver was a funny man. Incredibly funny, uh, and quite the winemaker. I understand now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tom's not well now. He he's not uh, well at all. Uh, but that's too bad. Uh, he he fulfilled his dream uh, all of his career. People would say, "What is your ultimate goal in life?" And they would expect him to say, "You know, going into the Baseball Hall of Fame," which obviously he did. But he would tell everybody who ever asked, "I want to one day uh, move to Northern California, buy some land." and start a winery, hmm. which is what he did. That's fantastic. Wow. He sold his home in Greenwich, Connecticut, and he and Nancy and their girls moved out there. He bought 500 acres of land outside of Calistoga. And you have to wait five years. I mean, yeah. you plant the product, and now you have to sit. Mm-hmm. And he did that, and he's, he put out a bottle of wine that, uh, what, a I man sells for 150 bucks a bottle or something no like that. Mm-hmm. They make so many bottles, so many cases a year, and when that, that number is reached, they're done. That's they're it. gone with it. Yeah, wow. It's a very, very good So he did wine. his dream. He did. He certainly did. He fulfilled that. Thank God for that. Has a little baseball on the label. It's GTS is what it's called. Yeah, and that stands George, for George Thomas, Thomas Seaver. Seaver. Yeah. Ah, it's very good. Hmm. So it's what's really your dream? Good. I'm, uh, what I'm dreaming of just being able to continue my good footwork with her. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I, I, I got to get my track shoes I've on never, every morning. I've never heard it called footwork before. Uh, <laughs> I want to hear a little bit about this nutso idea you have of going to bed and breakfast. Like oh, we love doing no, it. I, well, no, I want to get Bob in a bed and breakfast. Oh, heavens no. Let we, me back up about the bed and breakfast. All right. I honestly... As a rule, I'm not looking for bed and breakfasts. Mm-hmm. I thought you were. No, no, you're not. It no, just happens. No. Uh, but lighthouses are kind of a whole different different animal. You guys like staying at lighthouses. I like staying we at lighthouses. We have a thing for lighthouses. I didn't know, frankly, that the one in Oregon that we just stayed in was an actual bed and breakfast. Like, we all were in the same house, mm-hmm. and we all came and downstairs. That was, was nothing wrong with that. No, there's oh, a lot wrong you? with that. See, Marty she's so anti-people. That. You all are lucky as hell that she likes you, because oh. she doesn't like most people. <laughs> Marty loves it. I loved it. I was fine. So you don't mind sharing a bathroom? No, 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 we had our own bathroom. I thought bed and breakfast, can we move, can somebody move her potatoes? <laughs> are they are they making noise? But we we would we would have breakfast together. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. She fried up a dish of potatoes Taters. and ate it here. We would have breakfast together with you, all, you could with all the folks. And it was what a seven course breakfast. It was ridiculous. I felt it took an terrible hour and a half all day, frankly. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was it all was day. It's like eating Frank's food at breakfast. Yes, yes that's it, exactly it was what a lot. it is. I mean, a, 
Like, I've never had a fish course at breakfast. No. Okay. We don't eat fish for breakfast in Kentucky. That's totally yes, wrong. Yes, I do. In Kentucky. You fry right. me up some catfish or flounder, I will kill it. But I am not eating fish for breakfast. You want catfish and eggs for breakfast? No. No. No, no thank you. But, no. I mean, I could. Oh. We had a fish course. We had so a, it was fancy. We like had a dessert cloths. course. What does that even mean? In breakfast? breakfast That's a waffle. Was, <laughs> no, the dessert course was... Um, Elvis Presley something. Remember that was that pie? Peanut oh, butter and banana. It? No, uh, it was whatever it was. I don't know it what was. it was, but that's what I thought. Oh, was it peanut butter and banana? They're that like, was no, one of those last suppers for me because I killed everything they put And I love there. lunch. Jeez. I could eat no lunch. I barely <laughs> ate dinner. Right. So that is not my idea so, of accommodations, did frankly. You start, so you started this lighthouse thing when you were in Maine, right? That's when you went like, That's oh, when we really got the That's like, oh, these are cool. Some lighthouses. And that's and the best one we've stayed in yet. But, the first but, and, the, and the best. But before we stayed in, and we were like, that's a cool way to kind of get off the main road, take these little side roads, and just go see them. And they're beautiful. I mean, they right. really are. The, yeah. the the grounds are cool. They're all in operation. I mean, they still serve a very functional, necessary part of safety on our waterway. So, I, I mean, I'm, I love the history of it all. Yeah. So that's how it kind of started. And then I found this, Becky, you would love. I this, got Bob to some lighthouses when we well, were Well, this was a five-star resort lighthouse. You had two suites. Yeah, you love this one. Hmm. You, now they, you, you had would, to get in the boat and go out to it. There was no, like, oh, really? driving oh, up. Oh, yeah. It was out there. Yeah. You had mm. to take a boat over from Booth Bay Harbor. Right. Fancy accommodations. Did you have to share it with someone else, No, though? somebody. Well, yeah. There could have been another couple across But it was the like hall. a hotel. Okay. It was like a hotel. We're not going to sit down with them. And, and the and two caretakers were a relatively young couple from Orlando, Florida. Heather and Mark. And they <laughs> would prepare all your meals. Like lobster boils. And they did it. Oh. I mean, first class now. Wow. It was yeah. first class stuff. It was nice. Blueberry it was really waffles nice. and such. Yeah, yeah, it was good. So I'm, I could say like this. Now, there's some lighthouses you can go to where you have to bring your own stuff. And when I mean stuff We're like your own sheets, sheets. and towels. No, and no, no, no. I'm not going to work it. No. I'm not going to light the lighthouse. <laughs> Toilet paper. <laughs> Like no. the lighthouse. I'm not doing any of that stuff. <laughs> gonna get up there and <laughs> like you know, like <laughs> strike a match or something. I'm not doing that. Uh. So that's how we've kind of done this, and and it's taken us to weird little towns that maybe we would not have normally gone to in mm-hmm. Oregon, right? This was like, what was it called, Yahats or something? something I probably wouldn't have stayed there otherwise. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how we've kind of come across that, and apparently there's a lot in Michigan, Bob. Uh, yeah, there are in the coast yeah. of Michigan. We've yeah. never that done we those. We talked about mm-hmm. that, in, in, and I, don't, I guess it's doable. I don't know whether it is or not, but get into a car and drive the complete coast of Michigan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, how long yes, does that can. take you? And there got to be. And well, I've never done it, so I don't you can know. Ride a but you could do across. that, couldn't you? Yeah. I would think so. Yes. Which looks really fun. We've talked about doing that with the June bug. Remember? Can you get that thing on a ferry? Yes. Yes, we got it. We got it on a ferry. Be careful, though, right, Bob? Yeah, especially when the uh, guy keeps (laughs) moving you over to the right, and you end up scraping the side of the June bug against the railing. Is that right? Oh Oh, yeah, he kept moving me over. All right, I'm moving over. You saw you scratch. We heard. What the hell was that? Yeah, it yeah. was bad. It's yeah. still scratched. What it was do you do? Like new. rub it out with some rubbing nope. compound? No, what do you no, do with it's that? still there. You can go look at the scratch. It's, it's a little uh, battle uh, scar. It's a yeah. battle scar. Oh, that's right. We have a few uh, scars. I'm proud of it. Them, I'm proud you know. of it. It's just part of what it is. When you tow your house behind you, you sure. right. take it, your chances. You're going to get some dings. Yes, yeah. you are. I mean, things can happen to houses when you're not towing them, right? Right, Yale? Right, Carol? No, yeah. my brother's house caught on fire. They can combust. Yeah, they can just burn, you know, so... 
It could. That's I'm not, not a saying. funny thing. That's not funny. Let's no. not laugh. Okay, everybody laugh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so now funny. I'm going to ask Marty some questions okay. so people can get to know him better. Okay, good right. idea. Here we go. I uh, thought about these today. I'm sure you did. Right. That demented mind of One, yours. One, uh, very easy. Uh, what was the name of your first pet? Taffy. It died Taffy. like in it two weeks. It's terrible. Cocker Spaniel puppy that my brother and I got for Christmas. And two to three weeks later, they uh, he was having problem walking, and they took him to a vet, and he said he's got a bone disease, and he's not going to survive. They had to put oh him to sleep. Oh, my God. I know. It's you terrible. You know what? I'm not going to read any more Sorry, of these questions. Sorry, I'm going to be that quiet is, That is just uh, who was your childhood hero? Oh, Ted he died. <laughs> Did he die two weeks after you liked him? You thought I was going to say John Holmes. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That would not have been childhood. He's Ted Williams. <laughs> Ted Williams? Yes. Well, he lost his Ted head. Ted Williams, uh-huh. Right? Yes, well, right? no, his head's still around, I think. All right, in school, did you play a musical instrument? I did not. Oh. No. I did not play I'm a musical surprised. instrument. No kidding. I was a thespian. Oh. oh, an actor. An I actor. Was. A thespian. Then I'm afraid to that. ask you this next question. Wait, can I hear more about the acting? Go right ahead. What, what did you do? Well, I Comedy. did. Uh, no, I did everything. I did. Uh, my first role was uh, Toto the dog in The Wizard of Oz. No. What? Yes. Were you in Can a I basket? Emphatically no, uh, say I had a no dog shit. Costume and <laughs> I lifted my leg on a tree in the middle of a scene with the very lovely Dorothy. Oh, uh, my God. And then I did. Uh, I did. Uh, went down to Carolina and went to a drama workshop for two years in my high school years. And. Um, did you want to be an actor? I did. I wanted, to, I wanted to go to New York and break into the professional theater right out of high school. And my mom and dad put me in touch with two guys that were working off Broadway and they were starving to death. So I realized, no pun intended, that I didn't have the stomach for it that I thought I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. then I went this route. Yeah. I made a good decision. Not too bad. Not bad. That worked out. Yeah. All right. If uh, you and I were trapped on a desert island, how long would it take you to find me attractive? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, wait. Oh, well, he was an actor. Uh, you know, I knew that would you shut you up. I knew that would shut you up. Oh, man. Right. What? What is this about? Uh, He's uh, taking that Jim Day thing. I got an answer for it, but I'm not I know good. you do. What? <laughs> uh, what uh, would you refuse to do under any circumstance? Find Bob attractive. Ah, yeah, there. Uh-huh. That's good. <laughs> Riding that friggin' motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. Riding that sidecar. Yes. Is there anything, seriously, you would, well, besides the obvious? I no. I don't know. There are a lot of things. I, you know, we, I was asked that question one time in our Ask Marty segment, is there anything that you fear in life? And my answer was... I fear dying in a hotel room by myself. Yes. Ah. And there were people that got upset about that. Really? They didn't want to hear about that. And I, I said, you know, the question was serious, and I gave him a serious answer. Was that, didn't uh, well, Don, Don Drysdale? Don Drysdale, And yeah. Richie Ashburn, both of them Alone. died. Yeah. Yes, Don oh. was in uh, the Dodgers were in L.A. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and Don dropped dead of a heart attack in his hotel oh. room, and they go to the ballpark to play, and he doesn't show up. And doesn't show up, and they call back, and they knock the door down, and he was lying Aww, on the floor. He looked man. just as incredibly handsome as he was entire life, and mm-hmm. looked like he was just asleep. And and Vinny was the one that um, I don't know whether Vin was the one that called uh, Don's wife or not. But then Richie Ashburn, who was also a dear friend of mine, passed away in a hotel room in New York. So yeah, uh, thank God for my wife, and thank God for the concern she has for me as a person, and, and the that fact she loves that she loves me, and 
and then you know, throw in the fact that she loves to travel and and the last I don't know four or five years that that I worked, she was with me almost every road trip. It was like the last about ten years since I lived. Well, in when you have fun, time flies. Mm-hmm. You know? Long time, years, whatever. Thirteen, yeah. ten, what is a long time? Five, long yeah. time. Your uh, favorite yeah. article of clothing you refuse to throw away. Oh, I bet I can guess. Try it. A jumpsuit from 1977. <laughs> <laughs> we got the money. Oh, out no, of dice oh, oh, my God. There we go. Any San Remo uh, boots? Is that my it? God. I, had I had those boots from San Remo, Italy, boy. Oh, my God. Cleaner than a polished turd. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank God we've taken the money out of all the pockets, which you used to hide money. And we've gotten rid of those. I was on top of my damn oh, game. Oh, I'll bet you were. Really I'll bet was. you were. Oh my God! Man, yes. Bad. Oh, that's on my. Hair? I just like. Yes. I don't want to picture that. You had that, that hair. Too, oh man. yeah, had the big hair. Oh, oh I had I, the big hair now. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> he looks better at seventy-seven than he did at yes. thirty-seven. Yes. Legitimately. Handsome, handsome, oh sure. Handsome. Totally. <laughs> what true. are the uh, three numbers on the back of your credit card? Oh. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> for a friend, a friend wants to know. Well, uh, a friend who wants to buy stuff with your credit card. Um, if you could have, uh, if you could have dinner with anyone uh, alive today, who would you want to have dinner with? Well, I, I, you know what? I'll tell you a great story about that, and I think it will eventually happen. I just we just have to time our, our trips. Oh yeah, to that's Florida. right. We need to check in April. Yeah. April one. That Texting. would be Stephen King. Oh, author. really? Yeah. The author. Here's a great story about that. Don't talk about politics. No, no. Zero so, politics. No, I, don't, I, would, I, I just have such great respect for him as a writer. Uh, I'm a, uh, I'm, I'm, I read a lot, and I've read all of his books, most of his books, some of the books I don't like. Anyway, the two guys in the Reds Media Relations Department, Jamie Ramsey and Larry Herms, decided on their own to get me something that uh, for my retirement. Unbeknownst to me, they knew my affection for Stephen King, and they um, they went out in quest of a book, the first book that King published. Mm-hmm. And ironically, it came out the same day I began my career in Cincinnati. No. Oh, no kidding. My first That's game, cool. the publishing house released a book that he wrote called Firestarter. Wrong. It's uh, called I mean, Carrie. I mean, Carrie. Carrie. Oh. had the fire. Carrie. Kin- the Connecticut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it had been so long ago that it was no longer printed in hardback copies. Oh. But they found one. And then they called the Boston Red Sox, and he's a big Red Sox fan, he's from New England, and wanted to know if they could somehow get in touch with him. They, in turn, got in touch with him. And they said, uh, Marty Brenneman, and he knew who I was, uh, retiring from the Reds, he's a big Stephen King fan, would you autograph the book? And he was thrilled to do it. And he sent me a very – they sent the book to him – he wrote the autograph and a nice message inside, and um, and and they gave it to me. And so I said, I know he owns a house south of Sarasota where we have our condominium in an area, a very exclusive area called Casey Key. Oprah Winfrey has a home there, and he has a home there. And I know he spends part of the time down there uh, in a calendar year. So they got his email address and gave it to me, and I tech, I sent an email to him. And, I mean, immediately he responded back and he said, uh, I would love to get together with you for lunch and sit down and talk baseball 
And 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 uh, he awesome. said, "I'm down there in February and March." Well, that doesn't work for us. Well, we're going to be there April one. Yeah. So so maybe. So maybe I'll, I'll get back in touch with him. But uh, I would say he would be a he would be. And I, I'll tell you some. Of, there are some other ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to sit down and 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 I I don't think I talk politics, but I would love to be able to sit across and have a couple of drinks and talk with Bill Clinton. Oh really? Well, I think Bill Clinton's a neat guy. Mm-hmm. guy. I mean, I really, truly do. I don't agree with his politics, but I would love to sit down and just talk, talk about to him. I'll the bet women he's in got the stories. That would be a comment. <laughs> I'll that bet he has got some stories. I've lived part of imagine? my life like her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine Marty and Bill Clinton talking girls oh, from the 70s. My oh my god! Man. All right, uh, toilet paper over or under? Over. Over. Oh, absolutely. I just put a roll on today. Uh-huh. Always over. <laughs> Always over. Always over. In fact, if I agree with that? I, oh, yeah, without Thank question. God. And if I go into a bathroom somebody else's house and it's under, I flip it around. <laughs> so do I. Yeah. I do the same thing. At our house, we can't have toilet paper on holders. No, because Millie destroys Not it. one oh. roll. Oh. People love to come over and, you know, they might have to go to the restroom. They see the toilet paper. And they put it on and they think they're doing me a favor or that I'm lazy. No, you're not. You're, you cost me whatever that toilet paper costs because my gets dog it. She's knows instinctively, dog. and she will tear up every piece of it. Really? Yeah, really? Speaking yeah, of Millie, tell tell our listeners how you how you treat Millie. We treat like her the like the human a baby dog that she is. Like mealtime. Give us an example of how you do mealtime. We have a uh, a baby seat. A baby seat. <laughs> That's what we call it for it's your dog. A, and it's Millie something knows that the baby hooks seat. on to the end of the table. It is a legitimate baby seat. It's something for a <laughs> like child. Like you go to yeah. so the, the baby department. the dog sits at the table. Yes. In the baby And has she, uh, a meal with you? She has to be hand-fed. Oh, really? No, Chicken. she will and, not eat out of And who dish. started that? Uh, uh, her mother. Oh, my goodness. My mother. And my, now Marty she would not. So if you put, if you put uh, dog food on the floor, she wouldn't eat it. Not a chance. Does no. she eat dog food Yes, she hand? does. Yeah, but she's no. very expensive dog food. <laughs> I'll she bet. Eats, uh, it's that's called not sirloin. True. <laughs> when her brothers are eating their cat food, like the cat little kibble stuff, Millie gets a little, like, manic and excited about it, and she'll go eat her dry food. But that's, like... Yeah, that's the only... And what do we say to her not, when it's time to eat? Millie, let's go get in the baby seat. <laughs> and she and goes, run it. Right, right get in the baby seat. Way to be picked up and put in it. Yes. Let's go in the baby seat. <laughs> yes. She loves her baby seat. <laughs> Good God. I've also heard that... Uh, I believe I saw a photo of Marty and Amanda pushing Millie... Along the sidewalk on Michigan Avenue Correct. in Chicago. That was 100% Marty Brenneman's <clears throat> idea. In a stroller. In a doggy stroller. No, I got, I, baby stroller. Yes, yeah, baby, baby stroller. Stro- Everything's baby whatever. Everything. Baby, baby stroller. Seat, and baby I got stroller. a lot of heat from a lot of guys yeah, about that. No? And my I can understand it. To, hey, I don't care. I, like I said, only a guy who is very, very comfortable <laughs> in his own masculinity <laughs> can do that. I, so, I disagree. In short, <laughs> they and you can kiss my ass. I refuse to push it, by the way. I pushed yeah. it the whole he time. He said, we need to get her a baby stroller because look at her. She's little. She's too small to be walking down in major traffic. And, on she's, a- and she's snow white. She would have been like charcoal colored. So I'm like, uh, okay. So I went to the whatever Pet Smart and put together the baby stroller. And Marty, and she, her, she was so glad. She was so happy. She loved it. She was. She yeah. was thrilled. She say, she was like, thank you, Daddy. She says, I love you, it Daddy. so much. <laughs> oh my God. It's insane. It's completely <laughs> insane. 
Okay. I love it so uh, much. All right, last question. Okay, Here we go. Last question. If there was a documentary made of your life, I got news for you. There's one there coming, is. Out coming out in less than a month. Coming out. Who March would you 20th. like to narrate it? Oh. Nick Lachey's going to narrate. He's narrating. It. Really? Yeah. Oh, he's a That's a done man. deal. Oh, yeah. How about it's that? coming out yeah. April the twenty. Well, there's an exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, and it's breaking, a company breaking. in Cincinnati that's very, very good. Uh, and they've worked kind of for what, almost two years? Really? A while. Photos yeah. from the 70s? There's jumpsuit. everything. We there's have everything. finally went to Marty's storage unit that he's had for 10 or 11 years. I've been in it more than he has. And we have dug up little treasures, like, oh. you know, his very first scorebook. And we all know what oh, happened in his very yes. first game. Found, of his oh, very yeah. found the first inning. You did find it? Oh, found oh it. man. Yeah. Do you yeah. want to tell our listeners that story really quick? Some people may not know, but it yeah. is yeah, one of the greatest. First year, my, <laughs> first, uh, my first regular season game was in April of 1974, and the Reds were playing the Atlanta Braves, and Henry Aaron uh, was sitting at, on 713 home runs or one shy of tying Babe Ruth's home run record. And there was a lot of controversy about whether or not he'd play. The, the Braves wanted to keep him out of the whole series because they were going home to face the Dodgers in Atlanta on Hoping Friday. Hoping he would hit one hit at, at home. Yeah. home right? So and the commissioner stepped in, Boy Kuhn, and said, nope, he's got to play. And in fact, the commissioner said he's got to play two games. Oh. Um, and so he played the first game, and Jack Billingham was the starting pitcher for the Reds. And in the first inning, um, two on with one out and Aaron at the plate, and he had a home run to left field to tie Roos' record. And you had to Four call Four batters it. into my career. Wow. And it's a good, yeah. clean call. It yeah. really no. is yeah. good. Were you nervous leading up to it, thinking this could be the one? It'll be recorded? No, I never, I never really gave it a lot of thought. I was overwhelmed by the fact there were 55,000 people in the ballpark. I'd never seen anything like that before. Yeah. I'll bet. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's the way that happened. And what did, uh, what did, yeah, Nuxall, we went to what the did Nuxall say to you? Yeah, we went to when the inning finally ended. He said, gee, he said, uh, what the hell do you do for an encore? I said, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm new at this. That's maybe, right. Maybe wow. That's right. Four years. Uh-huh. That's a good yeah. encore. Forty yeah. years on top of it. Pretty amazing. Great career, Marty. Well, yeah. I've had a good one, Bob. I, you know, we have great affection for you all, and we have yeah. great affection for your family and your extended family. And um, one of the great things that's happened with me is to get to know you two and spend time over the course of a calendar year with you all and. With Frank and Susan and Yale and Carol and with my yep. new best friend Whit and, <laughs> and all What's of everybody's fans. new best friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I, uh, I, uh, I've been, I've been blessed to make great friends and have a great career and and be smart enough to know when the time came, when the opportunity came that I, I could leave. I was smart enough to stay where I was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's well, what Bob and Tom did. They yep. stayed. Right. You know. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Great, Congratulations great career. To you. Oh, I know. Thanks for joining us, you guys. I pat Thanks myself for having us. It was fun. <laughs> Thanks, Marty. Thanks, Bob.